Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Life Family Church Podcast. We exist to reach, disciple, and empower people to live in the fullness of God. If you're new to our church or want to learn more about us and what we believe, you can check us out online by simply going to lifefamilychurch.net. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Is it not written on his thigh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords? Come on, hello, somebody. Is it, hello, right? Okay, so he's not trying to steal our fun. He, I, I want God to, I'd rather have him write on me. Come on, hello, somebody. Because I'm his, and he's mine. Amen. Natural wine, mothers against drunk driving. New wine, delivered from drugs, alcohol. New wine. That mean cost me a dime. It's already been paid for 2,000 years ago. It's unlimited. You have unlimited new wine. Chug a lug. Praise God. Amen. Tip it. Cup's too small. 55-gallon drum. Tip the sucker. Tip it. Unlimited. You can be drunk in the morning. Drunk at noon. Drunk before you go to bed. I mean, just drunk. Just drunk. Just be drunk over there. Just, if you get drunk in the car when you're driving, pull over. Ask the Lord, I need to be sobered up, Lord. I got to go to the next account. Praise God. And he'll sober you up, go to the next account. These things that God has provided in these last days will become more revelation, more real. Not just Christianese, not charismatic or Pentecostal. These things will become realer and realer and more real because he said this in John 14, 21. He said, if you love me, you'll keep my commands and I too will love you and I will come and I will manifest myself to you. Amplified says, I will make myself real to you. Do you not think that the disciples got drunk in the Holy Ghost? They did. They got drunk in the Holy Ghost. You don't think Jesus got drunk in the Holy Ghost? Yeah, he did. Did you know that Jesus even danced in the Holy Ghost? Luke 10, 21 says, And in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. That word rejoice means to leap, to jump, and spin around with reckless reckless abandonment. He danced in the Holy Ghost. Jesus did. The previous scripture says, and I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And he was like, whoa, glory, glory, whoa, glory, whoa, glory, whoa, glory. I saw Satan fall like lightning. (laughs) He probably, Jesus, (laughs) he probably, I mean, he was, I saw Satan fall out lightning. Bah! <laughs> oh my gosh. It's okay. Holy Ghost flies water. Smack the Beelzebub out of heaven. 
And Jesus was like, <laughs> that's in 2019 language. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> I'm sorry that wasn't an Elizabethan. Praise God. Amen. But so that we could understand that's what happened. If you're the Lord of the flies, what does that make you? <laughs> You ought to see Jesse, my dog, when a fly comes around. There ain't no hope for the fly. The ears go up. You ever seen him do that? You know? We have a deficit at our home. There's not a lizard to be seen. (laughs) The squirrels have moved off the block. (laughs) Don't go down to that house. There's a dinosaur down there. See, the lizards were the dinosaurs that ate people, you know, like 5,000 years ago, and now Belgian Malinois eat the lizards. See, paybacks are hell, i just tell you right now. I mean, that's, just, that's a bad... So they sowed some bad seed, them dinosaurs. Now they're miniature. What that has to do with the Holy Ghost, I have no idea. He says here in verse 19, I promise that I will never leave you helpless or abandon you as orphans. I will come back to you. Soon I will leave this world and they will see me no longer. But you will see me because I will live again and you will come alive also. So when that day comes, you will know that I am living in the Father and that you are one with me. For I will be living in you. Those who truly love me are those who obey my commands. Whoever passionately loves me will be passionately loved of my Father, and I will passionately love you in return and will manifest my life within you. In John 16, 8, Jesus said this. He said, it's expedient for you that I go away. If I do not go away, the comforter will not come. But if I go away, I will send him to you. It is so important to get to know the third person of the Godhead. If he is your helper, if he is your advocate, if he is your standby, if he is your strengthener. As a matter of fact, when I read the commentary on this, it actually said that he saves you from sin. Why? Because he's talking to you. Don't do that. Don't click that. Don't say that. Don't do that. De-escalate that. Move forward with that. Restrain from that. Go this way. Go that way. Go this direction. 
I mean, my God, if you just follow the Holy Ghost, he'll lead you beside still waters. He'll restore your soul. He said, you, he, listen, you go through the valley of the shadow. You won't go in the valley of death. You'll just pass through the shadow. Hello, somebody. Because thy rod and thy staff, thy word and thy spirit, they comfort me. He'll tell you, don't go with that group of people after work. Don't hang with those people after work. They have no good intentions. Hey, man, I got your back. Man, I got your back. Man, we're bros. We're bros. You got my back? Yeah, I'm right behind you. So far behind me, I can't even see you. Man, we're buzz. We're homeboys. We're homegirls. Until until the bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? And then it's the one who can run the fastest. You're on your own, bro. Understand, we don't have to be ignorant of the devil's devices. He's very subtle in his things, and he's looking, 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 looking for what? To kill, steal, and to destroy. But Jesus is always looking to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. That's what he's looking for. So an awareness of his spirit in these last days shall become more prevalent in the body of Christ for those that want You'll be able to see in the future. You'll be able to see two or three days what's going to happen. You'll be able to see. God woke me up Thursday at 4 in the morning. So what did you do? I went and prayed. Something was agitated in the spirit realm. Hence the last 36 hours. So what did you do when you got up at 4 in the morning? I went and bound the enemy from stealing, killing, destroying. I bound the enemy in my marriage. I bound the enemy with my kids. I bound the enemy with you, the church. I bound the enemy from the clients. I bound in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against will prosper in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you, Satan. I've learned, I've learned when God wakes you up, it's not for you to go play tiddlywinks on the computer or solitaire or get on Facebook. He wakes you up. Come on, so that you can go take authority over the enemy. Come on now, because the enemy is stirring things up. Hello, stirring things up at your work, stirring things. Hello, somebody. Come on now. Amen. I was recently thrown under the bus by somebody. Hello. I was in the right. They were covering their tracks. Isn't it interesting how that happens? How people make you look bad because they're trying to cover themselves up to make themselves look good. Ooh, yeah. That's the world. See, I, I, know, I know what you go through. I know what you're going through. What's the weapon? It's not flesh and blood. Weapons over warfare are not carnal. Weapons are of warfare, spiritual wickedness in high places to the pulling down of thoughts and minds and opinions that raise itself against the throne of God. That's, that's the warfare. Satan putting thoughts in people's heads. People, the world is out for themselves. They don't give a rip. They do not give a rip about you. They will rip you. 
They'll, they'll eat lunch with you one day, call you sister from another mister, and write an email the next day because they said something, that they did something they shouldn't have done and realized they made a mistake, so they're going to call you out, throw you under the bus. So what do we got? We got the Word of God. We got the Holy Ghost. We got prayer. We got, we, got, we got authority in the name of Jesus, everything hidden. I don't know about you, but man, President Donald Trump, come on now, he's not just driving a bulldozer through the White House. He's excavating. I'm just, he's he, he digging deep. He's excavating, he's, he's excavating the foundation. He's not just clearing the land. The Bible is very clear. Anything hidden in darkness will come to the light. It will eventually come to the light. Just fortunate for us, we have God's grace and his mercy, and he has long patience. So he'll, he'll encourage you to keep repenting, repent, 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 repent. I remember there was a minister. For 20 years he was in an affair. 20 years. And then the day of reckoning came. He had 20 years to repent. That is mercy, and that is grace, and that is the love of God. Come on. Hello. Amen. That's mercy. That's grace. But, man, it will be, it will be revealed. It's not repented of. But that's the Holy Ghost. He loves us. He loves you. So we should always obey him. There's two things about the Holy Spirit that you may or may not know. He has emotions. He can be grieved, and he can be quenched. He's grieved by the words that we say that pertain to doubt and unbelief. Non-faith-filled words grieve him. Quenching him is when we don't allow him to have his way in our lives. When he wants to do things, we resist. The book of Acts chapter 7 verse 31 says, Stephen, being stoned to death, he told those people, he said, you do always resist the Holy Spirit. You do it, your fathers did it. And your fathers did it before you. Resist. Resist change. For the wages of sin is, even though it's pleasurable for a, so seasons come and go. And it doesn't matter if it's a 10-year season or a 20-year season, it will come to an end. So it is important that we get to know him and walk with him and talk with him. We all go through emotions. We all go through times of feeling lonely. We all go through times when depression tries to come on us, when oppression tries to come. Come on, hello. So we all go through that. Recognizing is, 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 is winning half the battle. When you just recognize it. And then winning the battle is standing up and declaring out of your mouth who you are in Christ. And so we are in this world, but we're not of it. And we rely heavily on the Word, and we rely heavily on the Holy Ghost. So I want to encourage you, even this week, talk with Him. And if He's been talking to you about things, then obey Him. Listen to Him. He's not withholding information from you. It, it doesn't take a long time to hear God's voice about direction in your life. Let me say that one more time. It doesn't take a long time to hear God's voice for direction in your life. I'll say that one more time. It doesn't take a long time to hear God's voice 
on the direction that you need to take for your life. If God speaks to us a year or two years in advance to go to a country and to begin to set up because it takes an entire year to set up a crusade, we have to know where we're going and what we're doing. How do we have to hear God's voice? We have to hear God's voice for the plan that he has for the year. We usually, we usually spend probably about four or five days before the end of the year, sometimes a couple months, about 60 days, we start getting bits and pieces and things like that. But the bits and pieces start coming right away. It's almost like, I haven't heard yet. I haven't heard. I haven't heard for what we're going through 2019. I haven't heard. No, he'll tell you. Ask him. He'll tell you. If he lives in you, he'll tell you. How can you have someone living in you and not hear their voice? Doesn't get any better than that. They moved into your house where you live. (laughs) I'll say that one more time. They moved in. I mean, if you had a house in the natural, come on, if you had a house in the natural, if you had a house in the natural, right, and then you had above the garage and there was a tenant that you invited in, how many would think that you probably hear the tenant? Hello, they moved in, right? You hear their car driving the driveway, right? You hear them open the door, maybe shut the door. They threw their bag on the floor. Maybe you might be able to hear that because you're in the kitchen cooking something. Oh, well, the neighbors are home. The tenant's home. And you'd be able to hear them. I'm not getting very many amens. I'm just, you'll, be, you'll be able to hear him. He, he if, he if he lives on the inside of you, I said if he lives on the inside of you, if he lives on the inside of you, if Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you, you should be able to hear him. He'll be knocking on your heart. Go this way. Go that way. Do this. Do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Am I helping? Am I helping? Am I helping you tonight? Because if he, li- how many believe that the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you? Yeah. Do you believe that? Well, okay, that's faith. Then he does. So let me ask you: Is he talking to you? How many? God talked to me today. It was amazing. He talked, and you know what? He talked to me yesterday. And guess what happened the, the day before? He talked to me again. Praise God. Amen. God talked to me today. Did God talk to you today? If you heard his word, he talked to you. Come on, hello, somebody. If you read his word, he did talk, talk to you. Come on now. How many heard the voice of God today? I heard the voice of God today. Yeah, so he's, talk, he's talking to you. Brother Hagin said, I know this is Brother Hagin. This is Brother Hagin's relationship, but Brother Hagin said this. He said that when he seeks the Lord, he said it doesn't take more than three days. It doesn't take more than three days to hear God. He said he does a little praying, does a little fasting, seeks the Lord. Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. Led by the Spirit of God. The inward witness will tell you. Peace, no peace. Peace and joy, no peace and joy. Red light, green light. He lives on the inside of you. If he lives on the inside of you, you can hear his voice. I heard God's voice three years prior to starting a church. My board said, wait. 
two years. We decided to wait three. And it was several years before. I would tell her all the time, feel that of the Lord. We're going to start a church one day. We're going to start one day. Is that true, babe? Yes. Do you know how many years it was when I started telling you? At least six years. Gonna start a church, 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 gonna start a church. Gonna start a church one day, gonna start a church one day. Gonna have kind of a revival center, teaching center, gonna have a Bible school, gonna have a Life Christian University, gonna have a Bible school, world missions, gonna take people on the mission field, gonna take people on the mission field. Gonna teach them how to cast out devils, raise the dead, pull people out of wheelchairs, the blind see, tumors leave. Teach Teach them how to do it. And how many have been on the mission field with us? Let me ask you this question. Were miracles done by your hand? Let me see. Huh. May fruit remain. Amen. Hallelujah. Who lives on the inside of you? Who owns you? The Holy Spirit owns you too because they're three and one and one and three. Is it okay to pray to the Holy Spirit? What is prayer? Yeah, right. Y'all get an A today. <laughs> Conversation. This is how I talk to God. Do you talk to God like I'm talking to God right now? You know I, mean? <clears throat> I don't, oh, Father, thou art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. I don't talk to God. Even with an English dialect. I just don't. <laughs> My morning is that when I let Jesse out, man, that's a stinking awesome today. Lord, did you, were, did you use the word stinking awesome? Absolutely, I use the word stinking awesome. It's a stinking awesome. I think it's a beautiful day today. Man, this is awesome. Man, it's amazing. And out of the college thing, God, breaks my heart, man. brings tears to my eyes. You got to send a revival to these people. Oh, man, Jesus. By the way, why am I stinking here? Did I do this to myself? I mean, did I really have to take this or not take this? Well, I really didn't have to take it. I can be selective. You talk to God that way. Absolutely, I talk to God that way. What is up with this? This ain't right. Not that I'm always right, Lord. I mean, you're always right, but it's still not right. What's the deal? You got to do something about these taxes. This ain't right, man. I'm serious. I'm joint heirs with the king. You did say that we were exonerated from taxes. What's the deal here? I am a king's kid. Did you not say the kings were exempt? Yeah, the king's kids were exempt. I'm a king's kid. Y'all don't talk to God that way, do you? You talk to God that way? That's okay, you know. They're learning still. They're still learning. I talked to God that way. How many talked to God that way? I, yeah. I talked to God that way. That ain't right. 
And if he says, you're not right, oh, uh, you're right. I repent, praise God, amen. I'm sorry about that. I'm, you know, I'm still working my salvation out, Lord, with fear and trembling. Praise God, amen. You know, and I, and I recently prophesied over somebody. Listen to this. I recently prophesied over somebody, and I didn't get it totally right. I got it partially right. We know in part, we prophesy in part. But then I'm in the shower this afternoon, and I'm thinking, you know, that's what I'm talking about. You want me to operate in this, but, man, you've got to give it to me total because that's what I'm afraid, afraid of, afraid, afraid of missing it. I don't want to... Yeah, I know. You told me to do it anyway. Okay, I'm sorry. But... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, basically what the prophecy was is I talked to a lady about her mother. And I said her mother wasn't feeling very well and that God's got it. And this person is like over in the Philippines. The mother's in the Philippines. Okay. And the daughter, who I was talking to, was like, hallelujah, glory to God, glory. Then she came up to me afterwards and said, well, it's not my physical mother. It's really my aunt in which we call Mama. And Mama broke her arm a few days ago. And I actually heard something broke, and I didn't say it. Then, then you start kicking yourself because you heard the word something broke, and then you didn't say it. You come and do this. <laughs> Yeah, look at Maurice. Like, Hail Mary, full of grace. Save us, Father. <laughs> it's all you, baby. Great white throne judgment. It's all you. I ain't standing next to you. I ain't standing with you. I don't have to on my own. You son, me daughter. Praise God. You're on your own. Thank you, babe. I really... Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm just rambling. Y'all doing all right? Come on, stand to your feet. Lift your hands toward heaven. Let's get to know the Holy Ghost in a better way, in a more intimate way. He'll, he'll save us from ourselves. He'll save us from a lot of things coming down the pike. I, I did feel in my heart, uh, I've been kind of meditating, that something epic is about to take place. And that's what I, I sense that. I really sense that. Probably in the last few days, I thought, man, something epic. What's up, Lord? I actually used the word epic. And I said, Lord, there's, you know, what's going on? It's something. And, and then I, I thought, earth moving. Something epic is about to take place, earth shaking or whatever. It is. I don't know all the details about that, but that's what I just kind of sensed in my spirit, man. And I, I don't think it's tragedy. I hope, pray God, it's not a tragedy or something, but something epic is about to take place. And so we want to be a part of whatever God wants to do. Can you say amen? Come on, lift your hands toward heaven. Let's just begin to worship him. Father, we love you very much. We thank you for your word. Your word is precious to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you very, very much. You're amazing, absolutely amazing. Thank you that you're our teacher, our helper. You're helping us in every way. And, Lord, you're showing us, you're showing us a better way. So, Father, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you, we worship you, we honor you, we bless you. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, worship him. Lift your voice, lift your voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Hallelujah. We worship you. You show us things to come. You show us who we need to be with. That we're in the right place at the right time in the right season in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit, our comforter, our helper, our advocate, our standby. You're the one that sticks closer than any brother. Father, stir in your body. Stir. Stir. Bring them, bring the backsliders home. Bring them home. Bring them, Father. Bring them. Thank you, Jesus. Let your grace be deeper and deeper and deeper. You're welcome in this place, Holy Spirit. We love you. We bless you. We praise you. It's important that in these last days you're at the right place at the right time in the right season with the right people. It's so important. So important. There is a a great divide that's taking place on one side. You have those that will just be in the world and, and love the things of the world. And then on the right side, you have those that are serving God, that are pressing into God, moving forward in the spirit. Hallelujah. We just know, just know things are changing. Things are going to be getting brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us this week. It's our honor to serve you and be part of your walk with Christ. Don't forget to check out our website at lifefamilychurch.net. Have a blessed week and remember, the best is yet to come.